in the world is good everybody thank you all for tuning in you're rocking with the boys over at man to man where we create a conversation between the modern day dating world couch conversations a little bit of basketball this is your co-host andy elliott alongside your co-host liam the hoop star Nash. i guess we got coco in the back hoop what you think of coco hanging out with us come on now rock with the yorkies hey listen we got a fire fire interview lined up for you guys today modern day dating world we got our second female on this episode. If you guys are struggling out there, you know what I'm talking about. You guys getting on the hinge, bumble, tinder grind, whatever you want to do. Trying to buy, you're buying shots for women at the bar and, and they're just not talking to you after that. Listen, we got you covered on all the tips and tricks. And hey, who, me and you even learned a little something after this one. Please enjoy our interview with Young Hollywood's Jolie Live. Alrighty, once again, you're listening to Man to Man on Dash Radio. We're switching things up and talking man to woman as we bring on the co-host and producer from the multimedia entertainment company, Young Hollywood, Joey Live. What's up, Joey? What's up? Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's like the interview is is being interviewed, how the turntables have turned. That's why I was like, I didn't know how to get ready for it, like mentally or whatever, because I was like, I don't usually do this. Like, I ask right. all the questions. <laughs> So we'll be asking you all the questions and how are the, uh, you said you're in LA, right? How are the UVs treating you in the Golden State right now? Oh, trust me. Anytime. I swear they like dictate my entire life. Anytime I can like bring my laptop in the sun, I'm trying to get as tan as possible. Okay. You hear that hoop? She's in the hot girl summer mode again, and we can't do nothing Holy about it. Hot girl summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like always hot girl summer in LA and Nashville. We're like rainy and then I, I don't know. I got to get like a, a hop into the tanning bed before I can get out there. <laughs> Come out but, uh, okay, cool. So we'll break it down to you. Um, I guess for those that are listening, what is Young Hollywood for the people that may not know? Young Hollywood is a digital entertainment industry. So we post obviously all over the internet, YouTube, TikTok, just everywhere on the internet you could find, you can find us. But we basically showcase like what's in, what's hot, what's now, and basically who's Young Hollywood. So like odds are if some there's a breakout star, like we're talking to them, like we're giving you the information about like basically what's going on in Hollywood and all over the place. Okay. So it almost sounds like it's an MTV where the idea of like young Hollywood was created and ultimately grew into this popular like nation nationwide network. Yeah. So it's been around like more than 10 years. I joined like join join before, like during COVID, but it's been like, it's been around you know so right. uh it has a really good reputation but we're basically just yeah showcasing what's really hot right okay so it's not like a tmz where it's just like gossip and rumors you guys are trying to stay away from that yeah we don't really dive into that like we have like the reputation of pretty much like we are friends with these people you know what i mean like okay. we build really good relationships and people trust us so okay cool so i saw you recently interviewed george sear from the Hulu series, right? Love Victor and then the Martinez twins. One guy couldn't speak English, thought it was hilarious. Um, and was then I- sitting there and we were like, yeah. uh, can someone tell him what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, it's so funny. And then at another point, or at one point or another, there's been major celebrities that have gone through this thing like Zac Efron, Adam Sandler, Justin yeah. Timberlake, right? Yeah, they've all been through Taylor Swift, Selena Gomez. Before yeah. me, before me, I was there. But yeah, okay. we've 
odds are we've talked to one of them. So gotcha. I gotta I gotta ask you then, what were you doing before you became the host of Young Hollywood? And then how did you become the host? There was it like a like interview process? How did you get the job and what were you doing beforehand? Yeah, so beforehand, so basically I started modeling when I was five. So from like five to sixteen, I did like I shot for Vogue, the cover of Newsweek, Children's Place, Barbie. Like I was modeling my whole life. And then when I got to, to be sixteen, I did a shoot with Giselle Bunchen. Um you know, supermodel, Tom Brady's wife. Um, and that eventually got me signed with IMG models, did that like whole thing, kept modeling until I was about like 19 in New York City. And then while I was doing all that, like I was like, I want to do something else. Like I want to be a personality too. I didn't know I loved hosting, but I loved meeting people. So I created a couple shows. I don't know if you remember you now, like social media, like OG. Do you remember you now? Uh, I, I remember the name, but I don't know if I, like I haven't really followed the yeah right so i did you now i had a show on there like with img models like i produced and launched that and then that kind of got me like i really love talking to people and then i was on musically before tiktok was tiktok with musically you know i did that whole thing and then i dived into tiktok and i was doing shows and then basically just moved out to la i was like if i want to be a host i need to be in la new york's modeling you know la's la Right. And so I moved out here, made connections, met this like a really uh, awesome guy that gave me the intro to Young Hollywood, um, met, they gave me a shot before like I am what I am now. <laughs> and I always would watch Young Hollywood interviews and be like, I wish that was me. Like I want to sit on the couch. Like it was a whole thing. And then I like, got the shot and I was like, oh my God, like dying before the first interview, like just like couldn't believe it. But it was awesome. Did that couple interviews and then COVID hit. This was like the year before COVID. COVID hit and then I just kind of talked to our CEO because I was super part-time before and I was like look like I want Young Hollywood like it's I literally like is my life like I want to mm-hmm. do anything I can to keep like keep it going with figure out COVID and then just became more and more involved in hosting and everything so. So you, you mentioned modeling and hosting so what's your like dream job then are you do you just want to stay with Young Hollywood's after Young Hollywood are you gonna what's your what's kind of your vision? moving forward vision moving forward okay so like a lot of people don't know this about me but I love sports like I'm a huge sports person I was a sports illustrated kid reporter when I was 10 which really got me into it and my sister's always been obsessed with sports so like going to sporting games so I would love my own talk show and I was like dream bay whatever that's so annoying but (laughs) I would love to have my own talk show really bad but specifically like showcasing athletes in like their personal lives versus the sport But also like regular like TikTok. I love TikTokers. Like I love LA people. Like I haven't had really a bad experience. So I would want to do a talk show for like everybody, but specifically like I love sports. Like so I'd love to get into sports. All right. We were talking about who she wanted to be the next Aaron Andrews. Yeah. I love Aaron Andrews so much. I love her. Maybe I love her. Maybe you could take Doris's Doris Burke's job and and announce it. But that's something like that. That's another story. Okay, cool. And how can people watch Young Hollywood? I obviously like saw the last two interviews on YouTube and I think I read it's on Roku TVs and Amazon Fire Sticks, but I feel like everything is so digital now. So is it like on a television like network in LA or is how do people stream it? First, you did your research. Like you're really good. So good job there. <laughs> we try to, and, yeah, uh, we try to. Um honestly like my go-to source and I'm like literally creating the content is just like YouTube Instagram and uh TikTok 
because a lot of the times it'll blow up on TikTok and people will be like, okay, I need to go see the full thing and they go right to YouTube. But like Roku, we have like um, Fire Stick, like all that. And then we're hopefully doing more. But I would say if you're like really trying to look at it fast, go to Young Hollywood, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. That's like our like main where you're going to get. Good. Gotcha. So yeah. I guess I'll ask this then. What is your like day to day and more like, I guess directly, how do you decide on who to bring on next? Is it based on if they got like a new song out or they're hot right now? What's kind of your day to day? And then how do you decide to bring on guests and who they are? Totally. So basically like our, like our slogan is like, what's in, what's hot, what's now. And like you guys consume TikTok content. Like if you see someone, you're like, okay, they're low key blowing up. Like they're everywhere. You know, like you want to see what they do off of TikTok. So like we'll reach out right away and be like, look, like we love you, like kind of thing. Like right. we're like we're into you. Like we need to like showcase you and like we'll bring them on. So deciding wise, like we're the same as everybody else. Like we're consuming the content that you are. We just happen to showcase them even further than that. Awesome. So I think if you are good, you're trending, people want to hear from you, like we're gonna reach out, like we wanna collab, we like wanna talk to you, kind of thing like that. And then for day to day, it's like eat, sleep, breathe in Hollywood, but I love it. Like I, I'm obsessed. So with that, it's just booking, like finding talent, replying to emails, booking them. If we're in person, scheduling that, getting a team together, writing questions, shooting that, like it's all over the place just because everything's changing so fast. But I would definitely say like, there's no dull moment and it's really fun. Yeah. So Andy mentioned a little earlier that, you know, you've had a bunch of famous people on. You also mentioned TikTok. You had Josh Richards, Griffin Johnson and stuff. What would you say or who would you say is your biggest guest, like fame-wise? Do you have a biggest guest? Fame-wise? I mean, a lot has changed because of COVID. Because who's famous now is not who's famous. I was interviewing like before. Like everything changed. Like everyone's famous. But like mm -hmm. I would say who I personally would think that is really big that we've had on – Honestly, the Sway, like the Sway Boys, of course, like they're just like they're in. Summer Ray was pretty big just because like she has 25 million on Instagram, of course. Right. Um, but yeah, I would say in like SJ um, and Tony Lopez, they they did big numbers. So honestly, I think probably a lot right now, like the TikTokers that we've had on Josh Richards, Griffin Johnson, Summer. So then who would you say is a different of your favorite guest? Who was your favorite guest to bring on? Favorite guest. Sometimes Everyone's you like click out there. people and everything. <laughs> it's funny because like my, like I'll, I call my mom after every interview and I'm like, oh my God, I love them. And she's like, you say that every time. Like you can't just like love every yeah. single person you talk to. And I know like as a, like a reporter, like you want just a name and like whatever, but I really, I haven't had a bad experience with anybody. So I would say like, it's hard. Like I just love anybody that's come in person and Zoom too, of course. But I just literally like any one of them because like well, who, really not bad. So who's the most relatable like to you then, instead of maybe your favorite, but who's like a relatable person? And then what's a bad experience? Just so maybe we interview people all the time, but I don't think we've dealt with a bad experience yet. Right. Knock on wood. I would say most relatable. Okay, JJ. She has seventeen million on TikTok. Um. She, I don't really know how to pronounce her last name because it's so hard because she was like, oh my God, don't pronounce my name. It's literally just JJ. But she was really re relatable. Like she was just blunt. She was honest. I literally was obsessed with her. I loved her. We hung out afterwards. Um, and then 
bad experience wise? I don't know because, but I would assume like a bad experience would be like them not talking, not giving good answers, not wanting to be there. You know what I mean? Like right. if you had someone come on Zoom and they were just like, okay, what's the question? And like, yeah. <laughs> and just like not, yeah. I mean, I guess we've had people like that in some questions or like look away and like not making eye contact. We're like, okay, maybe we shouldn't clip that one as the highlight reel. <laughs> so, okay. Then, like, usually when TikTokers come or like celebrities, you are on Young Hollywood or you're on like an interview for a reason because right. they want to know about a certain subject in the back of your mind. We might not ask about it, but we want to know about it. Just like you guys, like you're going to want to talk to me about guy stuff. Like that's what that's in your mind. You want to know. It's so, like, I'm going to get and like give you good answers, hopefully, <laughs> because yeah. that's what you ultimately want to know. So it's like one of those things, like if they are open, it's their perfect. And I feel like that's a lot easier in person too, to like, you get to kind of feel the energy and the yeah. zoom is kind of just like, I, I'm sitting in my like basement and just, hanging out right yeah feel so okay cool well we're chatting with jolie live is that your actual last name live (laughs) it's not my actual last name (laughs) it's not (laughs) i got it because i started modeling when i was five so uh my mom was like let's just give her a new last name for like a hot sec what's your last name what was the last name over there rice r-i-c-e okay cool okay (laughs) but we were gonna get rid of that real quick (laughs) (laughs) That's not, that's not going to be the name. That's no. All right. So we're keeping out Jolie live. We got Jolie live hanging out with us, co-host and producer of Young Hollywood. Uh, I tell you what isn't so Hollywood is Liam and I's game. Um, So at our age, you like how I did that? Okay, cool. At our age, people are either buying homes, getting married or eating each other's faces off on Broadway here in Nashville, Tennessee. And so we talk about the modern day dating world, getting ghosted and everything in between. So I guess we're just going to talk, we're going to dive into some topics and questions and get a female's perspective on things. All right, guys, listen up. This is the first topic here. We got dating. Um, let's see here. Where do we start? Last week, Liam and I talked about how meeting people organically was difficult nowadays, especially with all the dating apps, right? Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, whatever you got out there, we're all using it. And so- yeah. How do you meet? What would your advice be to someone who's trying to meet someone organically? Organically, first, yeah. they, if, if you guys know, let me know. But <laughs> organically, how to meet someone? I would say, honestly, it is so hard because of COVID. So I think, do you mean like not on a dating app? Yeah, because we were at the bar yet or uh, last weekend, and my boys are like making a round. I'm gonna go take a lap, go to the dance floor. They come back empty-handed, and I'm like, "How was it?" He was like, "I spent a couple, you know, shots on some girls, and they didn't want to talk to me after that." And some other boy was like, "So how do you? It's so hard to meet someone organically." And I think Liam was saying it's like it might be the venues that we're going to because we're going to like all the Broadway you bars. You definitely have to go to the right spot. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't know your spots, but, like, in L.A., you know the spots to go, and you'll just go to them. Like, I don't really know post-COVID world yet. But like, you just know, the like, the right place and everything. So I think that's a huge factor. But I would think, like, advice for guys on how to, like, if you're doing this in person and you're going up and hitting, some, like, hitting on someone at the bar or something, immediately you know the vibe. Because I send the vibe immediately. I'm like, look, you are going to sense that I do not want to talk to you or like, I want to talk to you or I'll entertain it to see where this goes. Right. But guys, if you don't, if you get the vibe, they're not into it. Don't waste your money. Just kind of be like, this was fun and keep going. And they'll come back around if they're like, wait a second. Like I actually like, he's playing hard to get or whatever it would be. But like, how do you know the, how do you know as a, like from a guy 
me going to a bar, how do I know like the mindset of the girl without, you know, really knowing like what yeah. their intentions are? I think are. a big part is that you just have to be attractive, dude. Like it don't even matter <laughs> if you got game or not, but like, I feel but like see, some girls will go to a bar knowing that night that like they are just with the girls and hanging out and not really right. looking for anything. And right. then some girls on the other hand are like, Hey, I'm going out. I would like to, you know, meet somebody, maybe possibly take it further or whatever that may be right. for the night. So how do you know that going into it? I, from personal experience, I think if there's, if you see it's a big group, then there it's girls night, like obviously or whatever. But if it's like two or three total or whatever, go do it. They're probably there with the intentions of, we'll see what happens. Like hopefully I meet a hot guy, like whatever happens. So I think that the amount of people actually is a real thing and how much they might be like taking selfies and on their phone. Because I think if you're doing that, you don't really like you're trying to showcase like you're having fun with the girls. Yeah, I would say, I mean, you have to talk like you have to talk, but just read like read the room, dude. Like if, <laughs> right. if it's the vibe is there, the vibe's there. If it's not, go hit on somebody else. Okay, it might be the shots we're buying for him. We got to stop with the tequila, maybe a limit drop. Or <laughs> don't, don't do the drink right away. Like, just feel them out first if they're worthy of the drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Your- okay, because Liam was talking about the venue and maybe if it's more of a low-key, like, nice ambiance place, you know. See, that's even harder, though, dude. That's like a date night yeah, bar, you like, know what I'm saying? You have to have balls to go over there. Yeah, but see, if, if the girl is just, you know, maybe one or two girls are sitting at the bar by themselves, I feel like that's almost easier, at least for me, to go up and say, hey, you know, how you guys doing tonight? What do you, you know, instead of yeah. like when they're like maybe drunk or something or had a couple of drinks and they're just like, at a place where it's like that's acceptable and they're just there to have a good time. I think that's almost even harder sometimes. I don't know. That could be me. Okay. What about, um, we're just going to kind of hop all over the place here, but so for dating wise, like I've talked to different girls and not at the same time, but like they've, I've had a girl that said, I like you, but I'm either busy you know, I got something going on and I'm like, bullshit, dude. So it's like, (laughs) so I feel like that's something that we've also kind of like encountered, like after maybe like, I don't know, going out with somebody on a dating app or anything like that. Shout out to a girl on Chicago who last weekend on, she was cool. Um, But it's just like, we just noticed that like, especially throughout COVID, like Bumble is, has been like a huge thing. And then like now that, you know, everyone's been vaccinated. Hopefully you'll get your vaccine and everyone's just kind of going crazy. It's like, you know, post COVID there's like more people out than pre COVID. Uh, should guys be okay with girls not wanting to put a title on the relationship? Been there and I've been okay, on the other side of things. That's an absolute yes. It's literally a thing. Like it's like girls like on TikTok are uniting to have hot girl summer and Everyone has been cooped up in the house for more than a year. No one's trying to commit. Like okay. in my like opinion, I think like what I've been seeing in my friends and stuff like that, like you have not left the house for a year. Like you've been trying to use a dating app. Like you right. need to go live again, like live your life, live your best life. Hot girl summer. Like, I don't think any guy, a girl might be so into you, but she might not want to be like, have a label. Like you could be so into somebody or whatever, but it's like commitment is just a big thing right now. And especially for our age. So just keep keep just keep it chill like you guys right. do you it's 
see what happens, but I don't think that it's a commit a summer of commitment at all. Gotcha. That's what we were kind of thinking, right? Who the yeah, hot girl summer say, thing. I, I mean, we we can't do anything about that. You can't stop us now. <laughs> yeah. This is very hard to stop. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you got anything else on that topic, Hoop? No, let's we can move on. Okay. Yeah. Toxic relationships. Let's do it. So uh, I'm going to let, let Andy take over this one. He's going to lead in because he's got firsthand experience about this one. <laughs> yeah. So I've been with two girls um, long term. I guess my first one was a high school. So I guess it didn't really count. But the second one was last year. I was with a girl in school um, and then we both moved up to Chicago at different times. She moved up there right after we graduated. I waited for wow. the summer. And then once I got to Chicago, I was still like interning around and she had everything good to go. So I was still trying to just find my niche. And I also for me, didn't want to put a title on things just because I was like, just trying to find, figure out my life, which is maybe an excuse of just trying to hook up with other girls, partially, maybe the other side now. Um, but right. then it kind of got to like, I guess where she was putting all her happiness into me and like ditching her friends and her friends didn't like me. And then at the same time, I was just, I couldn't be happy for her and any of her successes because I wasn't happy with myself. And so we ended up parting ways because of that. But I think the biggest thing I learned out of a toxic relationship is that no one, even in the healthiest relationship should be at the mercy of their partner being in total control of their happiness. So I guess that was a big thing for me. And why I got so toxic was just because someone was putting all their energy into me and I couldn't reciprocate that back and then it was just so it just got to a bunch of arguing so have you ever been into a, a toxic relationship and then when do you know I guess because I didn't realize that I was I mean I realized that I was in one but I wanted to stay in yeah. that because I didn't want to lose that person totally I mean I think that honestly like I've had like my fair share of like definitely toxic situations where it was just like I know this is so bad for me but I just love it so much kind of thing but I think the one thing that I totally will stick with and like just kind of like what my mom and dad have always said and how the type of person I am is that you need to have your own life and then you need to have like your partner has their own life and then you live life together because you're both comfortable in your own lives. So like a lot of things, it's like, it's not going to work out right now because of timing. And that's like so hard to understand and everything. But it's like with your situation, it sounds like she was fine and everything, but like you wanted to have a, like you wanted to be happy with yourself and your job, your career, like whatever was going on with you. So you couldn't be there for her. So which made it toxic, obviously. Right. So I think like, that's my, my like, biggest thing. Or, you need to have your own lives. Like you just need to like live together and like bring those lives together. But like, if you are literally like living for the other person, it's never going to work out. Like that's you right. need to be happy yeah. with yourself. Yeah, because that's kind of my mantra too is like, hey, all right, you should be happy by yourself. I should be happy by myself. Um, I should be financially stable. You should be financially stable. Right. And because if this doesn't work out, I can't, I don't want to be able to rely on you for mm -hmm. like, you know, my financial, you know, happiness or whatever, or just happiness in general. So that's my kind of like MO on things is like, that's how. That's when you know if it's through all that, you guys can still make it work. Then that's a good, healthy relationship. Yeah. And, Joey, what you were talking about is what we call a sour patch kid. 
So it's like that person that you know isn't good for you deep down, but you keep hanging out with them and hoping they're going to change. Yes, please don't go. Please don't leave. I was a sour patch kid, you know, like yeah. you eat too many of those, your stomach just doesn't feel good. That's what I was. Right. And like so, it's like, so good at the taste, and you're like, oh, I love sour patch so much. But then you're like, I feel like that's what it was. And not to mention, shit, my ex just moved to Hawaii. Who She got another, she got into another relationship like a month after. And then, yeah, it probably wasn't the best. All right. So like going back to dating, like I think in the past, what was that? Almost a year and a half ago, that next six, seven months came back to Nashville, lost my job, COVID, everything else. And then I was, I guess I was um, beating myself down about the mistakes that I had made. And then I was trying to find happiness from someone else that I didn't even have to begin with, with myself. So I started trying to give the keys out to other people and was pretty much expecting them to make me happy. And I was trying to find that like one thing that my ex had into another person. And I was like, damn, dude, like I can't find it. And it was just the only thing that I couldn't find was happiness. So that's pretty much what I found. And we were just wondering if you've ever been in like a toxic relationship like that. Does uh, hooking up on the first date ruin the chances of the other person really liking you? It's another question that we have. I personally don't think so. But I mean, I can only say it from my side. You would have to depend on the other person's. And also, I feel like it depends on the person, how long you've been talking, like what the vibe is and stuff like that. But I would definitely say it like it just happens on the situation, but I don't think it does. No. Is being too aggressive on the first date something? Yes. Okay. Depending like the aggression level, there's definitely a way to be too aggressive, but like it, it really depends on the situation. But I do think there's a way to be like too aggressive with it. I think there's one question though that I kind of always want to ask people, but or girls in general is like, so there's like girls night and there's guys night, which we kind of touched <laughs> on. What is, is it, is it like 50, 50 split between I can have 50% of your, you know, the guy's time and then you guys get 50%. So where do we get like the middle ground of like actually hanging out together? Where's that line of like, you know, you, you always having girls night. I don't really, you know, so what's that line? Is it always 50, 50 or should I, should the guys let the girls do more in terms of that? What's, what's that kind of. Are you thinking on- of it as in the talking stage correct kind of like just just getting to know i'm not actually title on the relationship but like i want to hang out with you and you're always you know hanging out with the girls where's that well even in the even in the toxic relationship topic like my ex ditched her friends all the time to hang out with me and so she's she ended up ruining those relationships yeah you gotta be careful because that happens like one of my old friends like we're not really friends anymore but she would pick like hanging out with him. And I was like, dude, like you're in the talking stage, you're in the lust. That's fine. Like go do you like, I'm so happy for you that you're finding that. But like once you're past that lust lust, and it's been a few weeks or like a couple months or whatever, and we're still not hanging out because you're choosing him. Like right. you need to not do that. So I think it's communication between your, like the partner and the friends, because like you can take a like quick offense to that. But like me personally, like if I'm obsessed with you and want to hang out with you, I'm going to do everything in my power. I don't care. Like, I don't care. But it would be a point where I'm like, but I can't keep ditching my friends. But I think like for 50-50, I think it should be 50-50, like between friends and your partner, just because um, 
like you can't lose your life to try to have a life with someone else like you need to like maintain your relationships like before during and after like the relationship what if you what if you aren't friends like the guy isn't friends with the girl that's what i was gonna say because you almost had to be you almost had to be friends with the other girls to make it like a better relationship with the girl herself right so you're saying like the your person's are your partner's friends like are you all friends so like for me if you if you know the girl that i'm talking to or whatever i'm not friends with her friends does that uh, oh, i don't like them yeah, yeah. is, that, is that bad good luck I, I, <laughs> hopefully they like you because if not i don't i, I don't you're screwed oh, have a good man. that's too funny the friend, like if you like she's not gonna just drop like it depends but if it, that's bad if she does but if she just drops all her friends for you like okay but like if yeah. don't like don't be a bad guy and the friends won't hate you you know like you might have a weird vibe or something i don't know like it, that's if, different I than mean, not liking you right what if they like me and they're they're like it's okay but i just don't like her friends what's what's that i feel like that might be fine yeah I, you have I, to really attack them i guess like just deal you gotta suck it up but if you're getting like if you're like oh this is the one good luck I don't yeah know. yeah if it is the one who which we all know it is the we all know it you is. Gotta, you gotta just work that out. Like, you just have to do that with yourself. You just have to like them. Okay, cool. So, last question we have in a toxic relationship is can women have guy best friends in a committed relationship and guys cannot? Okay, so, yes. Guy, girls can absolutely have, like, I think it's just trust. Be, like, be, these are such basic answers, but, like, that's what I think. But basically, like, if you, with someone, you want them to trust you kind of thing. So, make sure they trust you and like go in warning them. Cause like I've been in a situation where I was best friends with the guy and he got a girlfriend and then the girlfriend was like, you need no, like you need to just not ever talk to her again. And I'm like, why? But like, I think the advice would be like, if you're having trouble. So like basically that girl needed to talk to me. Like she didn't need to just keep telling him to stop talking to me. Like get to know the girl you feel threatened by or the guy you feel threatened by, like get to know them to realize they're not a bad human being. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like like you got some intimidation going on with you though. Me? (laughs) Yeah. There's a little issue going on. I mean, they broke up, so. (laughs) Yeah. See, I knew that was coming. Um, uh, Well, what about, (laughs) what about, uh, see, I agree with that though. Like I, well, I think that like sex has to be completely off the table. Like you can be, you know, you can have that girl best friend or you can have that guy best friend, but it almost has to be like, if they get fucking naked, like it almost has to be as gross as like seeing your sibling naked. Yeah. It has to be that. Yeah. Okay. But I definitely trust women having more guy best friends than say like myself having girl best friends but i have girl best friends and i don't think of them like that but i think for the stereotype like guys having girl best friends is like we're just out here to mate dude i don't try i wouldn't trust myself doing it okay yeah all right we're gonna she's like who the fuck are these guys and what did i sign up for uh okay cool so we got red flags last thing before we do a fun little game with you called shooting the shit to end of these just quick rapid fire questions but we got red flags here so um I guess immediate red flags. What are uh, immediate red flags for girls? Maybe you talked about at the bar, immediate red flags. Like what's a weird thing that a guy may maybe say to you at a bar or just what's a red flag in general? I think a red flag is one for me is 
you can tell they're a player just because they're too like maybe like they're too cocky or they just come with a lot of like confidence is the sexiest thing ever like if you come with in a lot with a lot of confidence yes there's but there's a difference between being cocky and confident like your red flag is literally if you know that they literally just go around and talk to other girls because if you fall for the guy that talks to everybody and doesn't want to commit and all that like you're just going to get screwed over so like too cocky and just kind of arrogant and just not like treating you like that right like good right away red flag another red flag is let's see so you're pretty much talking about like a fuck boy right there and how do you how do you stay away from being a fuck boy because for me I'm actually a really nice guy. Like I don't go up to girls because I just don't, I don't know if I don't have the confidence because I'm pretty, I'm a confident person, but like going up to girls and one spending my money because they ain't going to talk to me after that. They're just not going to do it. And then just like, I don't know, but like I've gone out on dates and like, you know, I've done this and then gotten ghosted after a couple of dates, like not even after the first one, after like the third or fourth one, don't know why. And I've almost just like, well, fuck dude, like kind of pissed do I turn into a fuck boy? I don't want to be a fuck boy, but like what, how do you avoid the fuck boy stage? If how we just keep, we just keep getting screwed over. Do we, do we turn into the fuck I know, boy? That's the thing. Because realistically, the, I think like the real thing is that like you get turned into one, you know, based like if you've been hurt, like you're not going to care about anything and anyone, you know, you're just going to do you kind of thing. So I think, it just goes both ways. Cause a lot of times like it's like guys are the victims and everything, but it's like, because you, y'all got hurt. Like I get it. Like y'all are hurt, but pockets feeling light over here, man. I'm but, just yeah, do you have any more red flags? Any more um, big red flags? Yeah. I feel like I do for sure. What about um, this? What about is like one thing that if a guy does, maybe when you first meet him, maybe when you first start talking to him or even maybe in a relationship, like, there's one thing that if he does, it's like, nah, besides like the big obvious, right. like cheating and, and stuff like that. But what like, about a red flag if you're talking to someone and, and uh, you don't show them off on social media? I don't think it's a red flag. Well, girls if ain't doing not- it. You ain't you ain't showing anybody off. I know how all I that mean, goes. If, <laughs> if, he, like, if he's not posting you, don't take that as a red flag. Like, it's not a bad sign. Like he's not going to do it. But if you're not either, then like you can't be mad. You can't right. be mad. Manager is saying, don't you dare put him on. Okay. It's a red red flag if he is, like, you're hanging out or whatever, and he's hiding his phone a lot or he's on it a lot. And, like, or it depends the situation. If you know who the ex is just, like, from social media stalking because it takes two seconds to find out who someone's ex is, if their name pops down as, like, a Snapchat or whatever, like, obviously that's a red flag. But it's, like, one of those things, stop, leave. Yeah, because they're still talking to their ex. You know what I mean? Like if they're snapping, that's meaning something kind of thing. And if they're always on their phone, that's such such a turnoff. Like I hang out with me. Why do you need to talk to anybody else? Like we're together. Right. It's not okay. Like we're not together. I think I, I've been through all these situations, man. I've learned a lot. Um. So what about I think? Yeah, I just was I was a fuck boy. You know, like in my last relationship, like I did all of that. Like I hid my phone. I changed names on my phone, like just all the stuff. And I just wasn't ready. That's that's pretty much what it was. But uh, I think another red flag for me, at least, is someone who hasn't been broken up with. So like everyone's annoying. Someone needs their heart broken in life. That's just the thing. Like, I think everybody should go through like the stage where they're hurt and they're just like (laughs) talking to anyone. Everyone doesn't mean you have to hook up. Nothing. Like you need, everyone needs to go through a heartbreak phase. 
like I just think that's like a thing like I I think you just need to be heartbroken at one point in your life to realize like really value like and know what you like and stuff going forward so okay cool all right you got anything else for that one no I think we can okay we, cool we go into shooting the shit if you want yeah let's shoot the shit dude let's shoot the shit <laughs> um okay fun? cool once again, you are tuning into Man to Man. We're on Dash Radio. We got co-host and producer of Young Hollywood, Jolie Live, <laughs> rocking with us, putting uh, putting us on game for future situations. I guess we'll let you know how it goes here in a couple months um, after Hot Girl Summer. And then, so we're just gonna do this game called Shooting the Shit. These are just quick, rapid fire questions. Whatever comes to mind first, let us hear it. All right, here we go. First one, guys, six feet and above. I'm five nine. <clears throat> oh boy it matters just say it matters yeah height's the number one thing keep going yeah that's next. what we thought okay next liam you, you pushing six over there dude i'm, I'm right at six feet man. you were not at six dude you i'm right under six. it right under it yeah that's what it's five eleven and a half that's what yeah, I okay saying. with some with double pairs of socks on gotcha all right uh best party you ever been to i went to one of the tiktok houses what one? Just, or, which one? Yeah, which one are we we're talking there? Just they were at the time a different one, but they're just a house LA now. That one was pretty hype. Gotcha. Um, okay, cool. We'll hit the TikTok houses here soon. Who uh most famous <laughs> when we get there, man. I trust you, we'll get there. Uh most famous person that slid into the DMs. Yeah, we putting you on spot right now. Trey Songs. I mean, who? Trey Songs. Trey, Trey Songs slid into the DMs. The rapper. What do you yeah. say? Yeah, we know Trey songs. What do you say? <laughs> Just okay. hi. You go on a date with Trey songs or no? I did not. I okay. did not. Damn it, Trey. Uh, vice versa? That I slid in? Yeah, who are you shooting? Who, who have I slid in the DMs? Hayes Greer. He's like not that famous. Who else? I would slide into Jimmy Garoppolo. I can't ever say his Garoppolo. last name. Garoppolo. His yeah, he's hanging out with oh. the P-Stars. Oh. Did you know that? Mm-mm. Yeah, he's hanging no. out with the P-Stars over there. You've seen that. He is. He's taking P-Stars out on, like, yeah, five-star restaurants. No way. No, yeah, it's what it is. He did that. Okay, so uh, what song do you secretly listen to? I mean, yeah. I, Anything Gonna, Anything Little Baby. Okay. I'm obsessed with them. Top five Spotify artists this year? Yeah, it was definitely Gunna, Lil Baby. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> okay, cool. Choice of beverage. <clears throat> beverage, water, I don't drink. No, nothing. Literally, I don't drink. So Good water. For Good for you. <laughs> no, no Coke, no Sprite, nothing like that. Water with lemon? <laughs> lime. I like lime better than lemon. I don't think I've ever had lime in a water. Someone said they did lemon and lime with the water or in the water. I don't think like I tried it. Like a big right? Like the basically disgusting kind. Okay, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but does a girl's night out exclude random guys or guys in general? A girl's night? Yeah, because what's the girl's night out? Like, what's up? What's up with that? Okay, like, if a girl goes out, girl's night, it might be labeled girl's night. It might be just like a night for the girls they'll never turn down a guy if they're attracted to them. So there's no such right. thing as actual girls night. Like it includes like 
meeting someone. At the very end of the night, they just come rolling through. Right, right, right. At the end uh, of the night, you have yeah. someone lined up. Like you're in the back of your mind, you're hitting somebody up. Like you're hoping to meet somebody. Like there's no such thing as just a girl's night. Like right, we know, we know. Yeah, yeah. even if they, <laughs> even if like the yeah, even if the boyfriend like lets the girlfriend go out, like she's still hitting them up like at night. Yeah. But she probably getting hit on the whole time at the bar. You just got to trust it, I guess. Trust the process. Okay. Um, favorite athlete growing up? OBJ. Love that man. Man, you hear about what OBJ did though, right? I know, but I love Lolo. I don't know what he liked. I don't know what, like, whatever. But I, I like him. I like OBJ a lot. Uh, I, don't, guilty. I, don't, I don't know if I like what he does. But <laughs> no, we, we, like we, we, we rock with OBJ. Very handsome guy. You got a guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasure. Um, posting thirst trap. I don't know. It's my private oh story. That's fair. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, if you could eat dinner with one person dead or alive, who would it be? Probably eat dinner with Tom Brady. And Giselle or just T? Well, me and Giselle go way back. So Giselle yeah. can join. So you are already, okay. Can- okay, cool. This is almost a serious one, but I don't. you don't have to make it serious. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? I would not make it serious. I'd be mm-hmm. like, follow me on Instagram. That's what I thought. We thought you <laughs> would say something like that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we thought you would say something like that. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, hit, hit the gram. Hit the follow. Hit that damn follow, dude. We're just trying to get followers out here to make it in the life. World, the world. I'd be like, shout out. Uh, NFL, hire me. Follow me on Instagram. Yeah. OBJ, where you at? Okay, yeah, cool. OBJ. You got a, uh, do you have a dream car? It's so, I've, I've always wanted a Mustang, the car Billie Eilish has. You look like a Mustang person. Really? Yeah. Honestly, good, because I would, I would buy that car in two seconds. If I What's, could. What color Mustang would you get? Black everything. Like, I, I only want black cars. Okay. That's another question, then. It's not even on here. What's like. Yes, it matters what a guy drives. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. That wasn't what I was. So that's what that okay that matters, but that's only in LA. Who we ain't got to worry about that, dude. I what don't about know. Uh, or what about it? Uh, how a guy dresses? We haven't asked that, but Liam, you know me. I'm changing like five times before I go out, and then he I end, changes just, more than my ex girlfriend did when we were dating. Like he spends like 45 minutes to an hour to get ready and try to make up for the height. I have to make up for the height. I'm <laughs> telling you, you got a drift. But uh, but then I end up wearing all black, and I'm like, this will do it. What do you think yeah. about that? I think a guy's style is one of the most attractive things about them. Like, if you have a drip, like, yeah, I like you. Like, you have to have a good style. Like, get a Jordan, throw on some Jordan. Ugh, oh. get a get a nice like snapback. But it's style, oh. yes, it's like number one. And girls are attracted, like you. They might not think you're like attracted to you, but then they'll see your style and everything, and you could they could give you a shot. So yeah. Okay. But if you're okay. going out like to a bar or whatever, it's dark. Like you changing five times and settling on an all black, that's fine too. But you okay. should look good in your clothes. Well, I've been starting to wear some rings, and then I went to hang out with some people last weekend. They're like, you know, it'd be hot is like black nails on you and like dangling earrings. I'm like, <laughs> for real. Black no. or uh, not black, a uh, certain type of girl like you like you're just like certain black. type of girls are gonna hit on you and like like you black nails dude hold up now I ain't wiggle dicking on TikTok just yet 
Okay, Will cool. Huddy, Will Huddy's come and be the next Will Huddy. I know. I was looking at his style the other day, and I was like, he can pull it off, but there's, I mean, there's no way I'm pulling that off. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks. LeBron or MJ? We are on the basketball channel. MJ. MJ, all the way. You see the. I MJ- just watched the Last Dance. I just watched the Last Dance. Literally, like two couple days ago. Oh my God, that man. That's good. Oh, that man. Literally, probably now, like my. I'd have dinner with him there. Just kidding. Who's the, uh, who do you think is more attractive? Ubre or uh, Devin Booker? Because Devin Booker is like kind of hot right now in the cloud and the everything him. Just because okay. current events. Okay, cool. All right. Last one. Thanks for hanging out with us, Julie. We asked all of our interviewees this best NBA show out there. NBA The Jump, Inside NBA, or our show, Man to Man. Your show, Man to Man. My Come new on favorite. now. We're clipping that one. We're clipping it. All righty. Co-host and producer of Young Hollywood, Jolie Live. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you. Thanks for chatting with us. Uh, Where can people find you on social media? And where can people find Young Hollywood, I guess, on social media? Totally. Also, thank you. You guys are dope. And then for following me, I'm just Jolie Live. All my TikTok, Instagram, everything's Jolie Live. And then Young Hollywood is Young Hollywood. So you can find, literally just look it up and you can find us anywhere probably God, pretty self-explanatory there all right jolie live the next aaron andrews um, maybe oprah with aaron maybe let's just combine those let's two. see what happens yeah i guess we'll <laughs> see what happens uh i guess continue to hot girl summer on um and then we'll let you know if we getting girlfriends here yeah in the you next guys better time. better ruin someone's hot girl summer Oh, shoot, man. We're trying over here if they give us the chance. All right, Jolie, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, and we appreciate you coming on. Take care, all right? Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Jolie live, man. I'll tell you what. We're going to let her know if we get some girlfriends. There ain't no win after that talk, but hey, Hoop, we learned a lot here. Jolie live. Go check her out. Super cool. Found her on TikTok a couple months ago, and, and I said, hey, let's get this chick on, and she's awesome. She's killing it at the age of 22, host and producer of Young Hollywood. It's been around for a minute. Like we were talking about, the major the major celebrities, all of them have pretty much gone through this thing. Started in two thousand five. It's like an E, uh, it's like a TMZ, but without the drama. And they've had all the the celebrities on, and and she's gonna be the next Aaron Andrews, is what it looks like. So we appreciate her taking the time out and talking to the boys and preaching a little bit of gossip here and there. I don't know if I, I guess I, I told you who in off air. I told you this. I kind of just blacked out through the whole thing because I was trying to mentally take notes in my mind, but everything just kept going word after word. So I was like, hold up now. But it was a good convo, dude. And I don't think I've ever had like a long conversation like that. I mean, I have, but you know, with someone super random like that, it just kind of gets it. I will say she's, she's living that LA vibes. So I don't know who, but we're taking everything from it. The whole drip thing. You got to give me a second on the drip, dog. Okay, listen. <laughs> and then the height thing, nothing I can do about it. I still don't know if you're pushing six feet, but if I took anything from it, man, it's uh, obviously not be a fuck boy. Don't turn into that whole fuck boy status. That doesn't work. And guys, if you want to go up to the bar and entertain a, entertain a lady, do it with confidence and, and don't be cocky about it, right? There's a, there's a definite difference between the cocky and confidence so we appreciate you guys listening to that and liam uh, if you got anything from it let me know dude i can't we just kind of kind of rip it after this one yeah it was good to sit down with a female perspective and see her side of things for sure because we sit here and talk every week about our girl problems and and our weekends and stuff like that 
and we don't really ever get to see and hear the other side. You we know? talk about it. I was I was gonna say we talk about it, but there's never a solution right. after we talk about it. You know what I'm and saying? I, so we're always just we're always just ranting about it. And last week I told you I was content with everything, blah, blah, blah. And you know, whatever comes, comes, man. But I think it was a solid conversation. But yes, to your point, no, we never really figure anything out. The boys don't got a damn clue what's going on out here. Appreciate it, Joey. I'm going to send him some merch. Hopefully she rocks the merch, man. So uh, speaking of merch, got new merch coming out. But yeah, it was cool. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, she's catching those UVs there. And uh, it was it was just kind of interesting how we interviewed, you know, the interviewer. Yeah. So I tell I was telling you, Hoop, I said, fuck, we got to do this the right way, man. I had a little bit of jitters before this one. I said, we can't mess this <laughs> one up. She's going to call us out. When she started talking about the, uh, she's never had a bad interview. I started clicking in the back of my mind. I said, well, this better not be the bad interview right here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say after that. What do you take from that, dude? It was good. I think she, she was obviously, she's used to interviewing people. And you could tell that she's, you know, used to the whole like answering questions and getting, you know, just good answers in terms of what we ask. But yeah, I'm glad she came on. I think I feel a little more, I got a little sense of clarity. Maybe yeah. she helped out. Like you said, she gave us some advice, but I don't know if we're going to take all of it. Cause not all of it applies to everyone, but if it does apply to you, take it and run with it. Right. I think, I think the biggest thing for you got to just watch out, right. There's, there's these different types of, uh, of a lady, bros out there and I, but i do think a lot of them right what she was saying has they've all everyone's been inside for a year right everyone wants to go out everyone wants to have a good time everyone wants to get back to normal so guys now i'm not going to call out names but i know i've i've known guys who who push that limit to girls you know and they're almost it almost seems like they're talking to a brick wall and and you know these girls are showing me text messages it's like come on guys like that's the thing I don't, th I've never done that. I've, I mean, I've done some, you know, Hey, listen, let's hang blah, blah, blah. And kind of get annoying. But you know, there's, there's definitely like guys out there that are, that just don't get like, they don't read the room and they don't get the social cues and then they don't know when to stop. And going back to my point, everyone's been inside for a minute. So even guys, listen, man, if you guys are out there struggling, being impatient, I have friends that are impatient with trying to find girls right now at the bars or just, Patience is virtue, man. Just, I think that's another thing I just come to closure with. It's like, just wait on it. Don't, don't force it because when you force it, it might not even be the right situation. And when someone finds another person, usually you'd want it to come naturally. You don't want to go through all these dating apps and everything else. When you find another person that you really enjoy and like hanging out with, it does come organically. And so forcing yourself is what I've learned to come out, like pushing myself to meet people. It, it might not be the best situation, but for the right reasons, if that makes sense. Right. I think you, you hit it on the head with the, or we talked about meeting somebody organically and that relationship is going to be so much more I meaningful. Just, yeah. Meaningful. And you're going to enjoy getting to know that person more organically. And yeah, and I think that we had a little bit of that conversation. It is hard to meet somebody organically, but when you do and you wait and not, you know, put a whole bunch of pressure on it, it happens and it's really good. Um, but let's get away from that real quick. Let's touch. I was going to say we are on the basketball channel. Let's you touch on with us. Listen, <laughs> if we still talk about basketball. We're going to rip it for you here. What you got? Yeah. Let's let's touch on the basketball real quick. Uh, I think the biggest story 
that we see from this weekend, Nets and Bucks tie the series. The Bucks tie the series 2-2 after Kyrie goes down with an ankle injury. He got some, some x-rays that were negative. He's still going to go under treatment. But that leaves the Nets without James Harden and without Kyrie. We saw today that KD, one of the three, wasn't quite enough to, right. to beat a good Bucks team, which they look like they're starting to click it. And obviously it's easier when you don't have to face Kyrie and KD. Right. And that's what kind of we saw today. They took advantage of the situation and tied up the series. What do you got on that? Lowest scoring points for the Nets all season in that last game. And it was the same thing at halftime or going into the third quarter, still like 10, nine minutes left. They were like 48 points. So shout out to the Bucks. They need that Drew Holiday pick. I think Drew Holiday was huge on the defensive end just for the Bucks because I think if they didn't make a play at the, I mean, after the season last year, then it would have been bye-bye for Giannis. And I think he believed in that organization and, and patience is virtue, right? But I will say, what I'll, I'll stick by what I said. And I said, whoever's going to win this series will win the NBA Finals. And it's kind of, it, where is James Harden? James Harden has to play next game. I think he has to. He's still got the uh, the hamstring. Right, because exactly. yeah, I think you got to get you got to play through that, and and I mean it, it could be the same situation as we saw in AD, but you got to get out there and, and put everything on on the line for your team. So shout out to Giannis, shout out to them, they're doing big things over there. But uh, besides that, yeah, I think whoever wins this series obviously makes it to the NBA Finals, and and then on the other side, we're we're looking at what the Jazz about to, or I guess Phoenix, sorry, about to sweep. Uh, the Nuggets here, so and that's we're probably like six forty on a Sunday night here, but I can definitely see this Phoenix Suns team going very far too. I think it's Phoenix, Utah, and the Nets and Seventy Sixers because Seventy Sixers have showed themselves, and like you were saying, I'll take it. I'll, I'll you know put your words into my own mouth, and it's it's that people don't people get too overly excited after the first game of that Hawks game. So shout out to you, very knowledgeable right there, very knowledgeable statement. And, we're kind of seeing who the teams are right now, but this is the series to watch. Yeah, I like it. I want to ask you one quick question because I think the 76ers will take care of business. I think the Suns obviously will take care of business. Jazz look too dominant right now. I guess the biggest question is, do the Nets without James Harden and Kyrie, which I kind of asked you if they're not with James Harden last week, are they going to win this series without both of them if it comes to that? It's a good question. I don't know. It's going to be a tough testament. I have no idea. You can't. You can't that's, sometimes you can't that's the best KD. answer. You don't know. Throw out KD, but I'll tell you what, when Giannis and Chris Middleton are combining for a third of the total team's points, it, it looks good, yes. But if you're going to even beat the Nets, you're going to need other of those role players, and we see it with the Phoenix Suns and the Utah Jazz. So that's all I'll say about that. I don't know. They keep balling. Yes, they, they will probably beat the Nets with only KD, but you're going to need those role players to step up as well as the Nets on the other end. For sure. But with that, guys, I think this episode is going to come to a wrap. Thanks again for Jolie Live coming on and chatting with the boys. If you guys want to keep up with us daily, man-to-man podcast on all social media platforms. But with that, I'm going to namaste these fools out of here, okay? Namaste to you guys. Namaste. Namaste, Jolie. We appreciate it. Sheesh! Only in the night.